Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Hebrews chapter 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus, our High Priest. We thank you for the promise of rest. We pray that we would always have faith in you and that you do have this prepared for us and that we would continue to head in that direction and never turn back. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4 Therefore, let us fear, while there remains a promise of entering into his rest, that none of you appears to fall short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as those also did, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united with those who heard it in faith. For we who have believed enter into rest, just as he said, As I swore in my anger, they will never enter into my rest. And yet, these works have been accomplished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And in this passage again, they will never enter into my rest. Since, therefore, it remains for some to enter into it, and the ones to whom the good news was proclaimed previously did not enter because of disobedience, again he ordains a certain day, today, speaking by David after so long a time, just as had been said before, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had caused them to rest, he would not have spoken about another day after these things. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. For the one who has entered into his rest has also himself rested from his works, just as God did from his own works. Therefore, let us make every effort to enter into that rest in order that no one may fall in the same pattern of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, both joints and marrow, and able to judge the reflections and thoughts of the heart. And no creature is hidden in the sight of him, but all things are naked and laid bare to the eyes of him to whom we must give our account. Therefore, because we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is not able to sympathize with our weaknesses, but who has been tempted in all things, in the same way, without sin. Therefore, let us approach with confidence to the throne of grace, in order that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 3, we started into the second warning in Hebrews, and that warning continues in this chapter. This warning was started out with a quotation from Psalm 95. Psalm 95 is looking back at the Israelites wandering in the wilderness and rejecting God's command to go in and take the promised land. So when they rejected that, 
God said that they would die in the wilderness and their children could go into the land. The Hebrews writer says that we have been offered a promise of rest to come. So the only question is if we will enter into that rest. He says we had the good news preached to us just like the Israelites had good news preached to them. But they didn't have faith, so God said they wouldn't get to go into his rest. Then the Hebrews writer makes a point about the rest mentioned in Psalm 95. David wrote this psalm hundreds of years after the Exodus. And David wrote, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. David was in the promised land. So the Hebrews writer concludes that the promised land wasn't the full rest that God was talking about here. That the promised land was just a picture of the true rest that God has planned. He ties this to the rest on the seventh day. God created the world in six days and then rested on the seventh day. The Israelites were commanded to rest on the seventh day and not to do any work that day. That was called the Sabbath. I think the Hebrew writer is showing here that this resting on the seventh day is also just a picture of the real rest that God has planned. Verse 9, Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. So the point he is making in this warning section is that we should be careful and work hard not to miss this great rest that God has planned, that we not be unfaithful like the Israelites who failed to enter the promised rest. It is in the context of this warning to be careful that he makes this comment about the word of God that you've probably heard quoted before. Starting in verse 12, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, both joints and marrow, and able to judge the reflections and thoughts of the heart. This Bible that we are reading is the word of God and it is far more than words on a page. There's power here. These words are going to judge us. So we need to be careful what we do to respond to these words. This chapter ends concluding this warning section and getting back into the argument that the Hebrews writer is making, that Jesus is high priest. So while the warning is strong and scary, He ends it saying that we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. He has gone through life with us and understands. So we can have confidence that we will receive mercy and grace. And now for a deeper dive. It seems almost too trivial to talk about the Sabbath day when such greater matters are discussed in this chapter. But I think it is important to talk about and Hopefully, we won't lose sight of what really matters as we discuss it. God commanded the Israelites to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. This command was so important that it was one of the Ten Commandments that summarized the whole of the law. So people have come to different conclusions about what it means for us today. The Seventh-day Adventists are the most well-known group to say that the Sabbath day still applies to us today. I suppose it is the easiest argument to make. Simply quote from the Ten Commandments and you will have your answer. If that is what you believe, then by all means you should rest on the seventh day. I will give you my opinion, but if you think you should be resting on the seventh day, you should. 
There are other Christians who say that Sunday is the Christian Sabbath and call Sunday the Sabbath day. The problem with this view is that I don't think there is a good scriptural argument to say that Sunday is the Sabbath day for Christians. Jesus did rise from the grave on the first day of the week, but the Bible never says that makes Sunday the Sabbath. I think that Hebrews helps us to think about what the Sabbath meant. It was a picture to point us to something, just like the sacrifices were pictures to point us to Jesus offering himself, the Sabbath was a picture to point us to the rest of God. The difference is that Jesus has already offered himself for us, while the rest of God is still future for us. Paul says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, Therefore, do not let anyone judge you with reference to eating or drinking or participation in a feast or a new moon, or a Sabbath, which are a shadow of what is to come, but the reality is Christ. So Paul says that we shouldn't let someone else tell us to observe or not observe several Jewish things, including the Sabbath, because Paul says they are just shadows of the greater, which is in Christ. I think that is exactly what the Hebrew writers is saying as well. We have a rest we are looking forward to. So the important thing isn't keeping some rules about not working on the seventh day. The important thing is having faith that God's promises will all come. And if we have that faith, then it will show in our actions. But not just keeping rules, but the deeper and more lasting changes of love. So having said that, let me say again, if you think you need to rest on the seventh day, Don't let me stop you, but let's take the Hebrews writer's warning and not miss the more important rest. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.